If you see Paul W. Smith on I-94 this morning, please move to the right. He may be running a few minutes late. It's the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Yeah, it was a really interesting piece, Marie Osborne, an interesting conversation uh, between Marie and Paul W. about influencer marketing. And while it seems like this, you know, new revolution, uh, you know, I, I mentioned in the tee up to the, the interview that, uh, you know, marketing, of course, has been around forever, whether it's been the big billboard, as I said, or perhaps the, the guy spinning the sign out in front of a store. There's all kinds of forms of marketing. But when social media came on the scene, people started to channel their interests by whatever it was they're interested in. So you could dial directly into those who, you know, if you're interested in cheerleading, you dial into the, you know, the channel that uh, has cheerleading on it in any given social media platform by liking and following people that are into cheerleading, publishing cheerleading expertise and content. Again, whatever it may be fishing, anything. So then what happens is once you identify these people and these people are experts, they can now influence you. You've set yourself up by liking them or following them to be influenced by them potentially. And so they can then use the power of influence to get you to buy something, go to a store. There's even now de-influencing, get you not to buy something, whatever it may be. But if you think about it, this kind of thing has been around in various different forms for a long time, right? Right. It doesn't have to be to get you to buy something, Jeff. That, that's I mean, absolutely it, true. That's right. right. I mean, yes. as we talked about, de-influencing explains why not to buy something. But, I mean, the idea of influencing in general is just wanting you to, you know, kind of agree with them or be on their side with something or understand something. Well, that's exactly right. right. That's yeah. right. They're influencing you. That's exactly right. right. I use the example of purchasing something, but it could drive to a political belief or any other kind of, you know, anything really. All right. Now, look, I know Paul was a little astonished at, you know, the fact there's now college courses and other things that are going to teach young people to grow up and become influencers. But the reality is, let's think about Paul W. for a second. Big brand. Paul's been on the air. Paul shares his opinions and his views and picks content to feature on his show. Listeners, in effect, like and follow Paul by tuning into his show every morning. And when Paul says something, he influences the audience. So the idea of influencer marketing has been around for a long time. It really has. You build a brand, you create a following, you say something, people follow, people listen, people follow, and you're able to influence them. And of course, the way it used to work is that you'd be paid as a celebrity endorser, whatever it may be, to get behind a brand and or, or even, a, as you say, Kristen, a, a subject. And you use the power of your brand to influence people. All right. It's been around for a long time. But boy, now that social media is out there, the power of the Internet, the power of social media, it really has become, when you look at TikTok, you look at Instagram and so on, if you are, quote unquote, somebody, somebody with something to say, somebody that believes in something, somebody that wants to make a living because you know fashion, you know music, whatever it may be, you can now create a career out of this and people are making big money, really big money. I mean, like some of it is astonishing money being influencers, depending on how many followers you get and therefore, you know, the power of your ability to command influence. 
that's just really interesting conversation. In a way, it seems like a big sea change. In a way, it seems like just a natural change from moving celebrity influencing onto other platforms like social media. I think the real significant change, though, is that you don't have to be a celebrity anymore. This is actually a way to micro-influence, as they say. So I could just be somebody that's really passionate, again, about whatever it is, fishing. And I could, through expressing my expertise and everything else, amass a following without having to really become a quote-unquote celebrity. My celebrity comes as a byproduct of my ability to get onto that platform, any given platform, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it may be. You're right. I, uh, I think more people are actually following people that are not celebrities because they right, want to see right. the everyday person and either a pitching a product, using a product, talking about a topic in kind of a more real world. Because when you associate them with being a celebrity, you're like, oh, well, they're you just getting paid. paid anyways. Right, ah, right. Such but, a strong But I want to go Kristen. back to something. Yeah. Are, you, are you saying our Paul W. is an influencer? <laughs> he is. Of course he is. So we can add that to his title of all the many things he is. That's He's exactly right. He's also an influencer. This is he very is. exciting. He is, yes. And I think, you know, he, that if he sees it that way, he's going to buy into the whole notion of influencer marketing. That's <laughs> for sure. He, he's creating he, a TikTok account he's right got, now. He's got, he's, got the, uh, he's got the magic there. That's for sure. He does. Listen, I'm right. glad you made that point. Actually, Gen Z and others are, are actually following micro-influencers, everyday people they can relate to even now more powerfully. And that's a big part of what micro-influencing is all about, as opposed to following the uh, suggestions or the influence of a paid celebrity. Celebrity. Uh, that's. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that point up. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So speaking of Paul W, we're going to get influenced. You know we are because he's coming up. In the <laughs> he's coming up, and uh, Anne, I know yes. you have you. You've got a stiff back. You you know you got the ability to push back and not be overly influenced by the presence. Of our Paul W. <laughs> so Boy, Eric and I were he's a force. just having, <laughs> yes, he is. He's a great force. Uh, yes. But Eric and I were just talking about this, listening to this conversation. Who do you think has more influence, a big celebrity or a micro influencer That's who's just right. trying out a product? Who will people yeah. listen to more? Is there any research on that yet? Well, there is actually, Anne. And that, uh, Kristen asked the question too, and I made the point. And and that's very true. Gen Z in particular, younger generations are looking for more meaning and authenticity when it comes to getting their influence. they want something from their pals, maybe? Is that Right. Is that the thinking? You got it. Yep. So that's good to know. That's interesting, too. And also this morning, we have another great topic this morning, too. Today is National Slam the Scam Day. So we're going to be talking to Susan Tompor, who's going to have great advice on how not to get scammed. And... You know, as you know, consumers lose millions of dollars every year on scams. So that's going to be a good story for Paul. That will be a good story. Okay. Who knew? There we go. We're about to know Mm -hmm. because we're going to tune into the Paul W. Show next coming up right here on WJR.